opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello everyone and welcome to Main Menu for Friday the 13th of September 2019. I'm your co-host Jason Castanguay. Android Q and the Apple event are the big topics on today's Main Menu, as well as a few other odds and ends, so we bring to you one of our lovely roundtables to <laughs> round it up for you. Tech is always fun and we get a few other laughs in there too. Afterward, as a reminder to those of you who wish to submit content, I include the recording guidelines that we have established. Enjoy the show! Hey everybody, Jason here, and we are doing another one of our main menu roundtables. Our famous roundtable. Yes. How do you know it's round? Because <laughs> we're not square. <laughs> Although we might be a little triangle. So obviously we have Randy and Debbie here. And we also have the Paul. The hazelnuts, yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we, and we have Paul as well. That's yep. right. We have a number of topics that I thought would be fun to discuss. I know some of you are probably wondering about the Apple keynote and what our thoughts are, but I also remembered something else to discuss regarding Android and whatever else happens, happens. And boy, is that opening it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so I wanted to first talk about Android because Android came out with a major update. Um, I had to look it up because when my phone got it, uh, I just happened to check for updates, and there it was, and I wanted to make sure. So it came out on September 3rd, and it's Android Q, or Android 10. And unlike all the other previous versions, they did not come up with a dessert name this time. No food, yeah. Oh, wow. I think, though, the Q is a food, isn't it? Isn't there a, a dessert called the Q? Maybe yeah, in your I world. Think somebody mentioned that. It's what you what you eat when you mind your penis. <laughs> oh my god. So are these updates the updates that you and I were talking about on the phone uh, a couple of days ago, Jason? Uh yes, these updates I think I mentioned to you a little bit, but I didn't have the list in front of me of all the features like I have right now. Well, let's talk about them then. So, one of the first things that is rather intriguing to me, uh, well, first of all, I have two categories. I have all the, the, the main updates, and then I have accessibility specific. All right. I'm going to go through the, the main list of updates that were presented on the page before I found all the little broken down categories. The first feature is live captioning. And that, to me, sounds pretty interesting. It takes any video that you're watching, and with a tap, you can see live transcriptions of the speech. That's crazy. Where does that, how is that presented? Do you know? I don't know. And there are certain features that are available on Pixels only at this point and will roll out to other phones, and I believe this is one of them. Um, they just describe that it doesn't have to go out online and do any, you know, cloud-based 
transcribing. It's all on your phone somehow. <laughs> and I still, I haven't had a chance to play with any of these because I just got the update. Um, so I'm totally fascinated by that. I did see a video presentation on this. And of course, I wasn't seeing the transcription come up, but they were showing it and people were clapping. So I'm assuming it was pretty darn cool. One of the next features is uh, Smart Reply, which some of you may realize, okay, you get a text and there's some suggested response. But this is more than that. If it detects that there's some actions that can be taken based on the message that you receive, oh boy. <laughs> it will say, oh, okay, let's, let's load the map for directions or, oh, let's get a reservation made for this restaurant or, you know, any type of thing like that. So mm -hmm. I haven't played with that, but I'm guessing it will show up on the screen right above the keyboard or below the text of the message as to possible things you can do. So you so probably would have to touch a certain part of the screen to get that to appear, I'm guessing, for us. Yeah, or maybe it would appear, but then you, you'd have to double tap to activate one of those suggested, um, well, it's going to be more than just a reply, but those actions that can be taken. Yeah, and the reason why I'm pausing is because uh, some of the podcasts I've put together, uh, you know, I I would just imagine, or some of the texts that I've sent, you can only imagine what kind of a reply that they would get out of some of that stuff, man. I know, right? You might have to put a little family-friendly thingy on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had some interesting things with Siri happen before. <clears throat> oh, gosh, yeah. me too. Oh, yeah. Another feature that I think is pretty interesting is called sound amplifier. And what it does is it will, when you're wearing headphones, you can enable this feature and it will take all the sound in the room and filter out background noise and help you focus on the, the sound that you're wanting to hear. Of course, I don't know exactly how that works, but I'm thinking especially for those who are hard of hearing or find the noise difficult, it might help um, isolate certain things you want to hear. That might be useful in a restaurant. It almost reminds me of the the live one that we have with the iPhone where you can maybe you have your earbuds in, you set your phone on the table, you know, mm -hmm. at a yeah. loud restaurant, and then the person, you can hear the person talking to you. That might work well in something like that where it kind of filters out some of the loud ambience around you so that you can concentrate yeah. on the speaker. Mm -hmm. And we also have um, gesture-based navigation, which is supposed to be more intuitive navigating without those soft buttons. So on Android, you'd normally have like the back button on the lower left or the home button in the middle. But now I think it's almost like iOS where you can swipe back and forth to go to different screens, either to go backward or forward, like on your home screen or, or on web pages. Well, now I did hear that gesture-based material is becoming really known in the Android field now. It's... Uh... I mean, when I was playing with it just a few months ago, it's gotten far more superior and implemented, I hear. Mm -hmm. yeah, Good. So I'm looking forward to that because I don't mind finding the back button or the home button. But, you know, hey, if there's a gesture for it, I don't have to go looking for anything. I just do it. And continuing down the list, we have dark theme, which is easier on the eyes and battery. And it uses true black. I know this is more a visual thing, but, you know, yeah. hey, well, if it's people there, cool. will like it. Mm -hmm. And there are more controls for data and privacy all in one place. 
So you can decide what is stored for how long. And it sounds like it's becoming much more granular, kind of like you get on iOS where you get asked for things. You can go in and switch things. And I haven't played tons with the security on Android in the previous version because I had everything pretty much set the way I wanted. So I'll have to go in and just see how how much more control you have. But mm-hmm. Security updates will come faster to all Android Q uh, users. A lot of times you had to wait for security updates for the carriers to push it through, especially on like other brand Android phones. But now it's going to be coming through the Google Play Store, which will make it easier for everyone to get quickly. That kind of made me think of something, Jason, when you said that, because I remember seeing on Twitter that they said this particular rollout of of the Android operating system was going to be uh, put out to more phones than ever before. Have you heard anything about that? Ah, I have not. But I wonder if this is part of that, where once people get this upgrade, they will be able to get those security patches faster. But I did actually, now that I think of it, I did see a little note about how Google's working really hard with carriers to be sure that everyone gets this update Mm -hmm. in a more timely manner. Hmm. Well, you know, well, you know, there is that. Uh, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I know there is that Android thing. Let's say if I buy an Android phone that was running, I don't know, KitKat or something, the, you only get the next two iterations of the that's operating system. That's what I heard too. And then, and then that's Jeez. it. Oh. Will they will they do that with ten? Will it say, okay, we're just going to give everybody ten? Or if you you know if you got your two iterations, I think I'm at seven point one on my Android phone. Is that hmm. it? And you're going to have to buy a new phone in order to, in order to get ten. That's going to would be interesting very to know. Good question. Yeah. Yeah, I heard the because same thing. There's a podcast called All About Android, and they were talking about that uh, on that one. Mm. Yeah, I had forgotten about the limited number of upgrades. Yeah, I mean that is one thing that makes kind of the iPhone stand out because Ooh. if you've got you know a, a six or something and you can still run version thirteen, I don't know if that's true, but I'm using that as an example. You can have a five-year-old phone, and as long as it'll run the operating system that they put out, you're up. You know, you're you're good. Mm-hmm. Where Android, you you'll get the next two, and you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because even so, my mom, she had a 4S, and it was working. I mean, it still works really well. Um, although she upgraded to a new phone, but I think she got all the way up to iOS 10 with that. Wow. Yeah, it was either nine mm. or ten. Yep, I was impressed. That's wild. Yep. I was working huh. with someone up in northern Minneapolis. They were running a four. <laughs> Not Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, rather. And they were running a four. <laughs> Man, that thing was so d- dog slow. Uh, it was just crazy. Oh, yeah. It How far did slow. it get with iOS? I think 11, 12, right, right around uh-huh. in there. Because um, I remember when I had my four, it was so sluggish by the time I the iPhone six came out. Oh yeah, it barely did anything. Oh. It, and it was so slow in responding. Yeah. And I think it was pre Siri even. I think they didn't come out until the four S, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. We should so, have iPhone trivia. Yeah. Oh, that would be interesting. We've got to make sure we know all the answers, though. Yeah. yeah, true. yeah. <laughs> have you? Speaking of trivia, have you guys played, I, I think it's called Blind Trivia, that skill on the A-Lady? No. Yes. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan God, it's Mosen. pretty funny. Oh, Jonathan Mosen wrote it. 
Oh, how oh, oh, sure. Oh, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah. good for him. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. That it's amazing. Play. I mean, it was, I, I did pretty well, but I, I could maybe do eight out of 12. Mm-hmm. It was mm, a pretty I interesting little game. Mm-hmm. Trivia oh, crack is out now, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. on, on, for the A-Lady. <laughs> oh, for the A-Lady. Okay. Yeah. You know, the trivia crack on the phone and now they have it on, on the A-Lady. Do you play uh, Game World? Used to be what did it used to be? Um, who who boodle? Oh. Haboodle? Oh no, yeah, uh, I'm not a word game builder over there. I'm just not a game player. I just oh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not um, either. I like Dice World, but you know, I, yeah, I, I like Dice. Yeah, yeah. I like that one too. I play um, Word Word Builder over there, but that's it. But anyway, we di- we digress. Yeah, we digress. And to get us back, let's talk about focus mode. Uh, That's another new feature in Android Q, which uh, allows you to designate which apps you don't want to be bothered by so that you can keep working on stuff. Um, Oh, nice. Neat, nice little way of, and I wonder if it's like time-based, like you can say, you know, I wonder if you can designate things like normally you just don't want to be bothered with this particular thing or Boy, that particular thing. That would be, that would be nice to have. Mm. That would be, yeah, that would be great. I get so tired of some of the notifications that interrupt. I'm like, mm. darn, yeah. why did you take over? Yeah, yeah, it does happen. And it happens on, it happens on Android too, where you're in the middle of something and boom, something comes in and can interrupt what you're doing. It's just, I think, the nature of notifications. I think sighted people have it made because it shows up on the top of the screen and then disappears, whereas speech, it's like, oh, well, surely the individual wants to know what this is. So I'm going to talk it right now. <laughs> and then you've almost, got a, you've almost got a tap on it. Just to get, mm-hmm. It won't go away. Yeah, you got to do iPhone. that two-finger you tap somehow real quick. Tap or find it and then make it go mm-hmm. away. Oh, yes, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. What else you got? We got Family Link, which is a way of setting digital ground rules and help making healthy digital habits. Mm. It sounds okay. kind of like, um, you know, we have that um, screen time kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. it kind of like sounds that. like to me, too. But mm-hmm. there's a little, like, parental control element to that, too. Mm. Sounds like, because um, it says Family Link or something. So, uh, and, and there's a whole lot more, and I'm going to... Um, tell you some of that when it comes to accessibility we already talked about live caption but uh one of the things <coughs> that is also included here is hearing aid support so you'll have the oh good um mm-hmm. the bluetooth uh low energy mode which can stream to your hearing aids and you can stream a long time with that is that a new thing i don't know if it's new because I the know iphone's had that for quite a while now yeah, that's what I thought, but apparently it's new on Android, or at least okay. uh, with Android Q. Yeah. Okay. They also talk about something called live transcribe, and to me that sounds kind of like live caption, but they said it will actually take anything in your environment and help you identify what it is, um, a dog barking, a person whistling. Uh, I, I'm very curious about that. I don't know how mm-hmm. that works. Um, but to, I guess to help those who are hard of hearing identify things. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Already talked about the sound amplifier. The last accessibility thing that I found is you now sometimes this happens, especially on Android, but I'm sure there are examples on iPhone too, but you hit the volume button and 
on the screen pops up a little display of your different volume settings for accessibility, for media, for the ringer. And it'll stay there for a little while, but if you don't do anything, they disappear. They mm -hmm. go away again. Well, now you have the ability to control the timeout of those kinds of things. So if you need it oh, to stay oh, there longer, cool. you can do that. That is cool. Mm -hmm. I always get confused when that pops up. It's like, okay, what volume is it talking about now? Is it it's my ringer? When I'm all I'm really trying to do is raise the volume on talkback. Yes, it says, and your ringer volume is you know I don't care about my ringer volume. I just want to raise the volume on talkback. Yes, mm -hmm. and what I what I find is as long as talkback is talking, it will the up and down will adjust talkback's mm -hmm. volume. If you do it when talkback's not talking. Oh. I think it'll adjust the media volume, but oh, okay. you can use those on-screen dialogue to adjust on the fly by, I think you use two fingers and you can drag them up and down. Um, oh, okay. This is on, this is using TalkBack anyway. Um, right. Yeah. So I take it there, were, there was no new TalkBack features in Q um, or BrailleBack features. TalkBack and BrailleBack weren't mentioned specifically because those are actually apps that update in the Google Play Store. Oh, okay. And I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember if I got a TalkBack update recently. I don't believe I did. Um, and I haven't so seen Railback in a while either. You use something else for for getting speech other than uh, TalkBack, or do you use TalkBack? I use TalkBack. Okay. Don't they lump all of that together now into an accessibility suite rather than calling it TalkBack, that sort of thing? I've heard that. However, when I go to the TalkBack settings, I can go to the app in the App Store. It may be that when you look up Accessibility Suite, it will show you a page with all those apps in them mm -hmm. uh, or some way to download them all at once. But I still see it as a separate app. I'm going to be interested. To, I've got a, a 7, a Note 7, I think it is. And I'm going to be interested to turn that on. I haven't played with it in about two weeks just to see what it does. Because I know I'm at 7.1 right now as far as the operating system. Mm -hmm. So it'll be, that will tell me, did they pump this out to everybody or only to newer phones? And that's a really old operating system, 7.1. Right. Yeah, I know. I have my Google Pixel C tablet is running Android 8.1. Mm -hmm. And it just will not update anymore. Oh. I'm sure it could. I don't. I don't think it's ailing in any fashion. I mean, it's certainly powerful enough to run more, but it just won't. It's, mm -hmm. it's you're probably past that too. Free upgrade. Yeah. Uh, you know, thing. And I I haven't looked up to see if anyone has a way of like overriding that. All right, so let's move on to Apple. Did any of you watch the keynote? I did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I did oh, too. Yeah. yeah, I did too. Cool. A lot of people, oh, well, not a lot, but a few of the tweets that I'm seeing, especially from the visually impaired people, it's, oh, that was really a snore fest, or that was the most boring thing I've ever. And I didn't think, I didn't think that. Me I My wife and I that. watched it together, and I didn't think that really. See, the thing Some is, people. if you were a, a YouTube uh, watcher, you'd already know what to expect anyway. And I knew what to expect. I knew what, you know, that we, we I, I think we're seeing a lot more, heavier duty leaks than we used to. Um, so I, I was pretty much uh, privy to what was going on in the, uh, you know, before the updates even came out. I, I didn't really know it was going to be called the iPhone 11. I mean, not for sure. And then uh, there are a few other things. So I, I was pretty much all set to hear him talk about 
a lot of visual stuff and not so much about yeah. accessibility. Yeah. I was pretty well, much set. So. And I wasn't going to upgrade my phone anyway. No, I'm, I, waiting, I know. I'm waiting for 5G, but <laughs> my daughter, my daughter is going to upgrade. She, she actually has a 10 and she's having some few little problems with the sound on it. So she's going to go ahead and upgrade it. And she's pretty excited about the video mm-hmm. that this mm-hmm. is, she's going to get the, uh, she doesn't want the, the pro max because it's too big. But she's going to get the pro, and she's pretty excited about the the three, you know, the wide angle lens and the. Uh, and one thing I mentioned to her, she's got a friend with a two year old, and they're always taking pictures of this two year old. She's really excited about night mode because then they can take pictures when the when it's less sunny and you know that sort of thing, and in the mm-hmm. house. And the idea I told her, well, there's also a quick video feature. So if you're taking pictures of the little one and and you want it, you can just hit a button and flip right into video mode. And she thought that she was pretty excited about that. So I think if you're a photographer, you're going to be really excited about this this new phone, especially yeah. about the Pro and the Pro Max. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't heard any earth-shaking apps out there lately. It, it's been kind of, um, you know, seeing AI sort of, uh, sort of halted, sort of an Envision AI. They're, they seem like they're working on it, but I haven't seen anything that just wants to make me go grab that newest iPhone, you know. Um, well, I, I had not upgraded since my seven. Oh, you got a seven. So right? I'm excited. Yeah. So I, yeah. I still have my seven. So I am ready. See, to see for you, that's going to be a major upgrade. Yeah. I, I will I'm, say though, um, it'll be interesting for you to tell me when, if, if, if you do get the, um, and then you have to decide, am I just going to get the iPhone 11 or am I going to just, am I going to go for the pro? You know, I, I think, always go for the pro. I always yeah, do that sort of thing. Even I don't, being blind, I, I do. Well, sure. I mean, it's extra battery life. And there mm-hmm. are times that I use the camera and, you know, I'd heard about the three different 11s coming out. I mean, I, I think we've gotten leaks for years, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I still always know that, uh, you know, everything is subject to what they actually tell us that day. And I'll be interested to I, see if you think Siri, or if you think not Siri, if you think uh, voiceover is snappier. Yeah, I'm then looking you, forward it is on to your that. seven. I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm looking forward to apps just kind of working better with the newer phone. And I'm also upgrading the watch because I'm on a series two. Oh wow. Oh, you're gonna see a big difference there because I've got the yeah. three and I couldn't yeah. see moving from a three to a four. But right. from but a three now, to a five. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder how that's going to work with voiceover because the whole one of the big points about the five is the screen is always on. Well, it's going to constantly so, talk. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I you think know, it's how on, it but for it's voiceover users. I think it's just a display issue. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more yeah. like like a voice activated thing, you know, that you could probably change and like even that compass. People, some people are worried about the compass on the watch. I don't think. A problem. I think if I'm out walking, I may want to check with that compass to know which direction am I still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But which but which way do you face your arm? <laughs> so yeah. your hand. Do you hold yeah. your hand out in front of you vertically or do you hold it straight out or do you hold it across your body? You know, I probably would will, hold or will it a phone out. be will the phone be smart enough to know it doesn't matter you're walking? I would probably you know? hold it on how hold it so that the crown and the long button are on the right. Mm-hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I would also compare with what direction I, you know, maybe I'd test that out in a place where I know what direction I'm going for sure, Mm -hmm. you know. 
Yeah. But yeah, I'm really interested to see with this screen on all that, just how that's going to interact with voiceover. Will we still will we still go down and tap our watch to to bring up an icon? Will we still flick? You know, obviously, we're still going to have to flick left to right to see to get to the particular icon we're looking for. But how will that interact with voiceover? The way they described it, it made it sound like it was considered part of a battery saving mode. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine voiceover would be quiet, and then me too. You'd have to activate it. Um, yeah. The trouble I have now is like when I'm walking with my wife and I have my, um, you know, arm in her arm, my watch bumps her body. And mm-hmm. so it's constantly, it'll just go off and it'll just start talking. And so it's become kind yeah. of a joke now, or sometimes it'll actually, it'll start vibrating where it vibrates the time. Yep. Say, well, okay, what's your watch doing? <laughs> well, it's just vibrating the time. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm just wondering how this new one's going to work. Mm. <laughs> I'm just wondering how this new one, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm kind of tempted yeah. to get it because I, I sold my Mac and I've got some money on an Apple card oh. and I could, and I could do it. So I'll have to decide. Uh, I think you should I, just take us out to lunch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and pay with your wrist. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which I have done. Yeah. That's right. That is cool. I got mm. my first, Apple Pay message not long ago, and it was cool. It was like so and so sent you fifteen dollars. It's in you know it's in your Apple wallet, and it can be used cool. anywhere I yeah. go. That if I want to pay for something, I, I never you, used can, Apple Pay that way. And you can just Has transfer any, it into your checking account. You know, yeah. it's easy. Yeah. Has anyone gone for the Apple Card? Yes, I did. Not okay. No, not me. Just just for the fun of it, I just I did yeah. for the, and I even did I even went for the hard card just to see what it felt like. Okay. And it's, it's metal. It's kind of a metal card. It has no, cool. you know, the cards usually, credit cards, you ha- usually have that tactile where the numbers are mm-hmm. and all that. You mm-hmm. can't, there's nothing on the card. You can't feel any of that. Mm-hmm. So, can, so I didn't, can that, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I didn't realize you could apply for that already. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. Now, does that pay just for Apple stuff or can you just, can you buy anything with it? You can buy anything with it. Uh, anything that will take Apple Pay, you can do. Now, if you use Apple Pay, you'll get 3%. If you use the card, you will only get 1%. So for instance, if let's say you go out and use it at a gas station to get gas, um, you're going to have to use the hard card. But What's the anything, rate? Uh, I got like 18%, which I didn't really like. They say it goes from 12 mm-hmm. to whatever. And I was mm-hmm. sort of hoping mm-hmm. for better because my credit is really good. So oh, I was okay. kind of surprised. I decided to get it. The only reason I got it is I'm only going to use it for Apple things. Okay. So for iCloud, you know, and they bill me that monthly 99 cents if I buy a movie, um, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. I'm only going to use mm-hmm. it for that. So mm-hmm. when I got my card, I immediately locked it up. I'm not using the hard card. I'm just using the Apple Pay. I did go out to lunch just to try it a few times just to see how it worked with my watch. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of cool. neat to be able to walk in there and double click that side button and, and yeah, know, t- touch that little thing and go ding. <clears throat> that is cool. That is cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, regarding the the event, I think gamers are going to be really excited about. I was surprised four ninety nine for, yeah, for the for arcade, Apple arcade, Apple arcade, and four ninety nine for the. I mean, I'm not really interested in app, in Apple TV Plus, but for four ninety nine, I might try it out. Mm-hmm. And if it was if you're ten, if a- it was ten, maybe not. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they, they did a good move. That's a good move on their part because yeah. they're and undercutting. And if you if you buy a phone, an iPad, or an Apple TV, you get it for a year for free. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're undercutting Disney or trying to at least. Yeah. Yeah. No, and they're undercutting just about everybody. Um, and uh, I think personally, I think Netflix and some of these other people are going to be in trouble if they don't do something monumental. So. Well, mm-hmm. to me, the content that Apple was offering just didn't really interest me that much. Well, I mean, I'd like I, to see, I, that see that C show about the, the mm-hmm. sci-fi one about the blind. I'd like to see that, but that's what I was going to say. I don't know if you know this or not, but um, my friend Robert and Christopherson, who does the Dutch Dot podcast, he uh, he was uh, part of the. Uh, um, well, not making of it really, but he wanted to. He was allowed to uh, show his input yeah, to, yeah. And so uh, he said it, it's right on. So it's it's. I'd like to see it. Now that's a movie, or yeah, or, it's a series. It's a series. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. premise of it basically is, you know, you're you're a blind hero and you're. Um, doing all this fighting and stuff uh, and like uh, bl- blind people unite and they have to tap on shields and stuff to let people know where they are. And it's, I guess it's pretty good. And, and evidently, thought... evidently sighted people, their children, some of the new ch- the children being born are, are now receiving their sight. So they've got that th- sort of thrown into the mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they showed that trailer at, on the, at the Apple event. That I'm yeah, sure you guys... I, yeah. I thought it was pretty captivating. I didn't and know. Um, Oh, go ahead, know, Jason. Oh, no, I was just to I didn't know some of the other aspects about the fighting or, or you know, mm-hmm. hero mm-hmm. hero action stuff. But um, mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be audio described, all the stuff that they said, all the stuff. Well, it would be pretty bad if it do. weren't. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, well, yeah, that would look pretty bad about yeah. them, especially with Netflix and even Hulu starting to do it now. Mm-hmm. So in Prime, so, yeah. Thanks to ABC, uh, ACB, you know. Yes, um, absolutely. Is any of absolutely. the arcade accessible, or is that all visual? I, I bet it's like, all visual. Yeah. That's I what I'm thinking. Well, it's the games easy. that they showed were visual. Yeah, and it's it's easy to to say that, and I can I can totally relate. But I'm holding out some hope, <laughs> just for those who really enjoy gaming, that there are some accessible. Oh, I hope so. Apple's been pretty good about setting the bar for accessibility, and I, I hope it maintains that with uh, mm-hmm. Apple Arcade. So, I yeah, they could do. You know, how we have some of like some of these games that we have now, like that new Wizard one that came out. I mean, if they could do if they could do something like that, yeah, um, and put that in the arcade, that would be interesting, so that we could play it. Well, I wonder if. I wonder if um, people like uh, Marty, who develops the Blindfold games, I wonder if he'll have a way of getting his games in there or getting some in there for people to try because his are pretty interactive and full of sound. And all in the Dice stuff. World and the the gaming, they used to have the Gaming Center when Dice World was part of that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Game Center. Yep, I bet that'll be incorporated Center. into all that, yeah. But I really think, uh, I mean, my opinion is um, I, I saw kind of a downturn in people interested in buying the 10 and the 10S. I mean, the highest selling mm-hmm. phone is, is the R. That's the highest selling phone mm-hmm. because it's, in, it's less expensive. That's right. because it's the, everybody's iPhone, really. Yeah. 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 All, and, for and, all and people. And I get the feeling what's going to happen this year is it's going to be the iPhone 11, you know, the 699. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Be, mm-hmm. and then sure. there'll be those people, those, those photographer, videographer people. Who are going to go crazy with the pro and the, uh, with the with mm-hmm. the pro and the pro max? 
But yep. I wonder if people, a lot of people are saying, well, like myself, they're saying, you know what, I'm just going to hold off and I'll buy it next year. People aren't, back in the day, I, I bought a new iPhone every time they came out. With oh, them. I know, mm-hmm. I know. You know? Well, and now that's it's like why, I'm thinking, no, I'm not going to do that now. That's oh. why I'm doing it this year because I didn't do it since yeah. the seven. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Now that I'm doing it this year, I may not for the next couple of years. Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I, I got my first three GS, I bought a phone every year. Every single time. Well, Well, and you know, I have to say, back then it seemed like there were really compelling reasons to do it too. They were changing lots of things Mm -hmm. each time. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with, um, I got a four because it was like the new design. Ooh, ah, um, I think FaceTime came out with the four. And so I wanted to know all about that. And with the four S it was Siri and I skipped the five, but I got the five S cause the touch ID. I remember when I wanted Siri so bad. It's like, Oh God, I just gotta have Siri. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Or that, or that fingerprint thing. I thought, I still like that. I still like ID. that though. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I looking at this, I mean, when I was, I was listening to this thing uh, when I was the event and I thought, well, the only two things for blind people that even impress me is the spatial audio. Right. And then they, and then they mentioned that it's going to do Dolby Atmos. I'm thinking, well, how are you going to do Dolby Atmos? Because well, they had to throw that into the mix, speakers. though, I think, because it's, a, it's what it is is a company name more than anything. Yeah, because the screen um, on the new phones patent. is going to be able to do Dolby Vision because of how many pixels mm-hmm. they have on that screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. a major, major screen that they've got on this new phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I mean, but when soundbar is a blind guy on this at all, right? Impress me for a blind guy. That's right. Yeah, I was looking. I mean, personally, I need to update because my my phone is acting up a little bit. But I was hoping, other than speed bump and you know better camera and graphics, I was hoping for some new thing. And sound will be nice, of course. I'll be curious about that. But so, are you going to go for an update? You think uh, my phone? It has some weird issues and mm-hmm. um are you going to go for the pro or are you just going to go for the 699 one do you think i'm not sure part of me is like ooh, the pro maybe maybe there's some advantage but i think my gut feeling just tells me to go with the 11 the other one they did meant thing they did mention that i i mean that it almost got me but not enough to go out and spend 1100 on it they said it would do cellular better in this in this new one Oh, interesting. That it was 15% oh. faster, or it was either 13 or 15% faster on LTE. Hmm. I know it's got eSIM capability as well. So. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. the 10 had that, so I assume. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. But, but, you know, I saw something on Twitter the other day that said something about, and I don't know if maybe you guys saw this, you can correct me on this, but it said something like, if you buy a phone from Apple, it will be, it will be unlocked and, and SIM-free. Mm. What does that Stim mean? Free. That's what it said. Oh, I saw that on Twitter have, a couple of times. Oh, you so. take your, you have to have a carrier. So you get your SIM from your carrier. Oh, okay. Either that okay. or that's you, what I'm thinking. Or you yeah. can use the eSIM capability and activate it without a SIM card. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Like well, they told me, they told me when I talked to them, they said one of the requirements for a new one is I have to name a carrier. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Even uh-huh. if I'm leasing from them. Or, Interesting. Yeah, buying from them. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. <clears throat> now, did you guys, and, they, and they, it, the thing I thought it was also funny at uh, the event is they talked about the payment programs. And it's like, excuse me, I think I did a payment program when I had my eight or my seven. Mm-hmm. With them? Able to go, yeah, with them. You go to okay. the Apple store and yeah. they put it through but Citizens I, something, and then you get a, you just pay your $40 a month. But I think um, they're lower. 
I think they're lower now. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I was seeing like you think they're um, lower than a subsidized a carrier price from a carrier. I think they're maybe they're doing it themselves as opposed to oh, using yeah. citizen, oh sure they bank. are. Well, yeah. they're doing a bank. They're doing a bank, but it's not a carrier. Mm-hmm. So you think the rates are cheaper than going through a carrier? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's. I, I thought know. I saw twenty something a month for yeah. the eleven. You'd probably be paying that for the rest of your life, though. That's, that's the only thing. Well, except that then you can go to the upgrade. You yeah. know, you can still get to the upgrade. I'd ra- I don't know. I just would rather not be locked into a carrier. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I moved carriers, oh, my God, I had to go and get the phone unlocked and blah, blah, yes. blah. Yeah. yeah. And that's I, a real I never pain. Liked any of Who are you with now? AT&T. Oh, okay. I left, I tried T-Mobile. It just didn't work well here. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah, I remember you were thinking of going, but oh my God, I, I for me, I would never go back to AT&T. But we all have our, well, our stories. I'm, yeah, I know. It does have, it does sound clearer though in a lot of ways. It does have that almost like FaceTime sound on from if I'm talking to somebody who's on an AT&T. Oh, sure. Yeah. But mm-hmm. who are you with? Mm-hmm. I'm with T-Mobile, and the T-Mobile, the T-Mobile customers, uh, outstanding audio. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't find that, but anyway, that's now, good. Last, lastly, lastly, did you guys? I, I don't think this wasn't at the event, but they're talking about it uh, as of today, where you can now um, get Apple Care on your earphones, your Beats, and your Power Beats Pro, and your AirPods. Oh yeah. Huh. And and there's okay. some kind of a deal, and and you have to have bought them in the last sixty days. So if you bought your AirPods within right. the last sixty days, yeah, I guess you can call them up, and you can. And it's twenty nine dollars a month, I guess, or maybe it's, no, it's twenty nine dollars. I'm sorry, twenty nine dollars flat. Yeah. So it's twenty nine dollars, but then there's some kind of a deal they're talking about, and maybe this is more for the phones where you can actually get uh, subscribed to a, the the Apple Care Plus on a monthly basis, mm-hmm. and supposedly you can do it for up to five years. Oh, that's oh. interesting. Because that, yeah, when I, I went past weird, two years, two. I, yeah. that's good. Yeah. But my AirPods, I wish I could trade them in, but I don't, you know, the batteries are shot on them. Mm-hmm. I would love to just, you know, in case they could use the use the parts, I'd love to get something for it. But my batteries, I mean, I really use the heck out of them. I wonder, when you trade in with Apple, do they ask you questions to determine the condition or do they just... No, they it? have you send no. it. They have you send it, and then they determine. Oh, and if okay. you decide to get a new watch or a new phone, you know that should be something you should you should factor into your your purchase because you can get money back on your watch. You can get you can get money back mm-hmm. on for your phone. Absolutely. Yep. So yeah. you you and know my, if yeah. you want to get a new phone, you might get three hundred dollars or more back for your phone. Right. For your, even for your seven, you might be surprised how much mm-hmm. you're going to get back on that seven, depending on the shape yeah. it's in. I feel yeah. kind of bad now because my Apple Watch, the, the new Apple Watch, not uh, not the new ones, but the Series Three that I have, <laughs> they're going for one ninety nine now. Yeah, yeah, two hundred dollars. This is crazy. It looks like they ditched the Series Four. It looks like yeah. they don't oh, have that. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I see people selling Apple Watches on the um, on the blind ads list, and I guess some of them have been doing pretty well. Uh, but mm-hmm. I still think I'd rather try to go through Apple because then they give you, they give you a, a gift card that you can put toward other Apple devices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 
And there was a new iPad mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I don't and remember. it's uh, 10.2. It's, it's, it's like a 300 bigger. and some dollars, 320 or something. Yeah. Something, yeah, yeah. And it's 10.2, so it's slightly bigger than the 9.7. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just because they've got less, uh, what do they call that, this, the border? If, or if oh, it actually is a bigger, yeah. yeah, the bezel, if that's been shrunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how it stands out from the previous models, but, it, I mean, they were they were talking about it. And with the <coughs> uh, keyboard case combo thingy and all that stuff, and I'm sure it's a nice uh, unit. I just, um, I don't have an iPad. I don't like the bigger iPads. They, for me, it's just too much real estate. Mm-hmm. I like the, I like the minis, and I had hoped they were going to mention a mini because they I wanted did. to see a seventh a seventh generation mini. I don't remember them mentioning that. I thought they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't think it was new, but they mentioned the mini. Okay, um, because they've got the new ones out that they came out with recently, maybe three or four months ago. But I don't know if they've got a seventh if they've got mm-hmm. a, a seventh generation iPad mini. Well, I'm not with positive. The chip. I thought they did, but. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see what I can get for my for my four, and it you know it may not be much, but it's worth a try. Sure. Do they make yeah. a keyboard case for the mini? No, unfortunately not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was hoping they did. And then uh, I'm mean, listening to some of the stuff on, that ACB has been putting out from their convention, and Judy Dixon was saying that the keyboard, the folio case for the for the larger iPad had some problems with it, but she didn't say mm. what they were. And I, and mm. I was, cause I was really excited about that case. I mm. just didn't want a big one. I wanted a mini with that same little keyboard mm-hmm. like that. And she said it had problems mm. with voiceover, I guess. I don't know. That's too mm. bad. Wow. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, what else we got here? Anything well, else? That... Um, we didn't mention the prices, but the the iPhone 11 starts at 699, mm-hmm. and the 11 Pro is 999, and the Pro Max is 1099. So mm-hmm. I just want to get those in there. Now I'm sure that's. I wonder if that's for their basic 64. I mean, if it was a 256, is it going to be more expensive than that? Yeah, I'm guessing. Um, I'm sure. So I'm, I'm thinking that. That's what I'm thinking too. I'm guessing they started with the base. I think I asked somebody to look that up for me, and I think it was eleven forty nine for a two fifty six Pro. But sales start to um, well, they will have already started by the time main menu comes out, right? Yeah, they come out on the the phones will be released on the twentieth. We should see uh, iOS thirteen on the nineteenth. But orders can start tomorrow. Yeah, on the twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. Or 13th, and yeah. then and we will 15th. see 13.1 at the end of September. So we'll get 13 first and then 13.1 at the end of the month. So how many people are going to update to 13? Oh, I probably will, but it, it depends on if I order my phone tomorrow or when I, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, of when, course, if you, yeah. get, if you get a phone, it'll already be in it. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if I, you know, play around with it beforehand or not. And then, of course, the watch will be up to version six. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I believe that'll probably come out on the 19th as well. So, and there's some nice things in 13. So, you know, why not? Well, uh, because the the gold release has got a lot of bugs in it. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, you probably heard us talking about that on Apple Vis, maybe, but. If you haven't, um, they're telling people that 
if you want to avoid a lot of problems, the Goldmaster has a lot of the problems. And then uh, dot one, they'll be fixed. And that's coming up in like three weeks. So I think, I, and, and Tom and I were talking about it, and he said that there shouldn't be any problem with me uh, using it at all. But I just don't, I just don't know if it's an age thing. I just don't want any more hassles. I just don't. And so I'm thinking I'm just going to hold off until dot yeah. one. I've never had find, that big of a hassle. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I know they're going to get them. They're going to oh, take yeah. care of them within a week. You know, they mm-hmm. always do. I didn't find 13 was a real showstopper. It, I was able to do what I needed to do with it. And 13.1 is, be, you know, is better, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. Really, none of them are really showstoppers. Like, oh boy, I'm in trouble now. So oh, I'm going to have no, to take no. out my Android phone, you know, and power it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> until this gets better. <laughs> well, it's and not that, that was. Bad. That was one thing I was considering. I'm like, you know, I really don't have to get a new phone. I have a parents bank and new uh, Pixel 3 XL, you know, but I like my Apple stuff. I like my iMessaging and some of the integration mm-hmm. that Apple has with the other Apple devices that I have. So uh. I always want more bells and whistles. Like I want more voices and ringtones and cool sounds. And <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. some something from the past. Um, I make my own ringtone still for my iPhone. I've, I, as a matter of fact, I've I, I, on my iPhone now. I have all Android, uh, most Android sounds, mostly Android oh, sounds and cool. ringtones. So people go, "That's a nice Pixel Three you got." And I pull out my iPhone. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> I know we have other things to talk about too. And Randy, you were telling mm-hmm. me about something pretty cool. Uh, why don't you tell us all about it? Yes. Okay, Jason, I will. Um, the Sonos company has released a few things out now. Um, one thing that I'm interested in, um, well, let's go to something that I'm not that interested in. That's It's like the Sonos One, and that has the built-in A-Lady, and now you can get it with, a, with the G-Lady. But there are some people out there that they're worried about privacy issues, and, and their mics are going to be uh, not included in that version and that's i can't remember the name of the the device but i'm not interested in that anyway um just because i i would rather have a built-in a lady and g lady in the speaker but what i'm interested in is something called the move now in my home i've got two sonos ones for the rear speaker speaker the soundbar for the front a sub for my sub channel and in my bedroom slash computer area, I've got the Sonos Beam, and that's a sweet speaker for a TV. But what I'm really interested in is the Move. And that speaker is like everything proof. It's uh, snow proof, dust proof, rain proof. You can leave it out overnight in the rain and it, it won't hurt it. It is immersible i think it's like don't quote me on this and don't be dunking your speakers if you get one but i think it's like six feet for a few minutes so you know you can drop it into a pool or whatever but the thing that gets me is again it is a lady and g lady um built in but it also has a battery pack that that you can take with you and not only is it wi-fi but it's also bluetooth now so you can bluetooth it to your uh to your phone if you want you're not 
restricted to Wi-Fi only. And I guess it sounds almost like the Play 5, which is an awesome speaker. It weighs in at about 8.5 pounds, so it's a pretty hefty speaker. Uh, you'll get your muscle exercise if you um, use it. It uses USB-C for charging, or it's got a dock that comes with it. You can just set it in the dock and uh, use it. You can also replace the battery pack for, um, I think, after, what do they say, after using it for a day, every day, for five years, uh, battery will start to degrade, they think, because who, who knows? And then you can replace the battery with a replaceable battery pack that you just put in the back of it. So they, they've wow. thought a lot about it, and I, I really want one. Well, gosh, it certainly sounds like, what was that, um, the Echo, what was that one you could take around the with you, the Echo Tap? Oh, It sounds yeah. like uh-huh. the Echo Tap on steroids. It's got the Bluetooth right. and Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. waterproof, and you wow. can take it with you. I mean, yeah, the problem with those are they, they didn't have all of the updates. Uh, I know. They, yeah, they couldn't do the calling with it. It was mm-hmm. really kind of dumb. But, yeah, but this has got everything built into it, so. I, that is great. That's cool. Yeah. So I don't I think know. What's the price? About one hundred and seventy, I think, isn't it? I think I saw it. Um, <laughs> no, or, or is it? I thought it, I thought I saw something where I thought, wow, that's not try, bad. Try three times that much. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I thought I saw something on Twitter. They're getting their money. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're they're like the 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 speaker as Apple is to all their other devices. You know, they uh, they get their, they get their money. I think it's uh, I I know it's three ninety nine for the. For okay. the docking station and the speaker, both. So, mm-hmm. uh, like playing you, a HomePod. Yeah, well, and that's what they say. It sounds better than the HomePod. I suppose I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. Oh, that's that. interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think the HomePod sounds as good as it did. I think they've changed it, and they can. Yeah. They they've made it, you know, less bassy at times, and I just don't think it sounds as good as it did mm-hmm. for you know Do you have one? a couple of years ago. Des has one. Oh, oh. And uh, wow, you know, I mean, it's it's good, but I don't think it's great. Like I, I forgot to tell you that this uh, this um, move has got built-in mics so that it tunes for the environment. So let's say that you're outside and you're listening to something; it'll actually um, tune to the environment and bring the sound into better focus so um a demonstration was that one guy put it into a dresser drawer and it tuned itself while it was in the dresser to give you better sound while it was shut in a drawer oh, funny. <laughs> wow. so the dresser kind of acted as a speaker sort of so i oh, wow. of course that's demonstration that's not you know mm-hmm. don't don't be going doing that in your <laughs> dresser yeah. and you get some great sound but mm-hmm. cool Oh, any other tech things that anyone's had on their minds? Or well, I have I have my GE oven, but I've mentioned that to you guys before. So oh, where I can talk, I can oh. start in my oven, do all, and set the temperature with with Alexa and all that. Oh, check the status of the, of I, the didn't timers. Know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I can set my instant pot with my uh, with my Amazon devices. That's mm-hmm. right. Tell it instant cook and how long and and you know. Does it have work it, well? Yeah. Works very well. Uh, Debbie yeah. was the one who told me about it. Actually, I'm like, oh my god! And then you know, I had to go mm-hmm. set it up because uh, I thought, you know, I, I I know the layout of the buttons on the front panel and all that, but 
if I can just talk and have it be done by yeah, Kelly, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I found a thing called a bond home that you can actually control ceiling fans and fireplaces and window shades. And Oh, that's mm. crazy, isn't it? So yeah, I can just, I can lay in bed and say, you know, a lady turn on the fan. <laughs> so mm. all you need now is a big bag of Fritos and you can just, I know there you go. The rest of your life open the bed. couch for the rest of your life. A lady open the bag. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to do something like a lady tea, Earl gray, hot, hot, <laughs> yeah. hot. make my coffee. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, make a, make me a smoothie. Yeah. That's right. Well, and, and be a robot in a few years, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Say, no, the first one's not right. Make it over and put a little more chocolate in it next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Well, I want to thank you all for, yeah. for doing this round table with me. It's been yeah. a lot of fun as always. Uh, welcome. Hello, everybody. Jason here. And I'd like to go over with you some guidelines we have set forth for those of you who wish to contribute content to Main Menu. It's something we've been needing to do for a long time. Those of you who are well-seasoned in dealing with audio and editing audio may find this a little redundant, but it is important for everyone to understand what we expect. And we appreciate you taking the time to listen. Number one is planning. What is it you want to discuss or demonstrate? You may think that's a pretty obvious step, but you'd be surprised how many of us get started on something and then segue and digress and all sorts of things. We mean well, but our minds can wander, and it can be a little distracting for the listener. So it's a good idea to have that focus. And if you're going to go outside the scope, think about doing it at a particular time. Try to keep that flow regular so it's very clear what's happening, and then you can get back to the topic at hand. And that kind of goes with the order of business or organizing your thoughts. I sometimes find it very weird to be talking to a microphone. I don't know what it is. You'd think it would come naturally. I do a lot of performing and other things. But when it comes to talking, I tend to be very deadpan and distracted. So it's a great idea, if you need to, to organize your thoughts and have an order that, for example, the listener would use in order to accomplish this task or use this product. In other words, approach it from the listener's point of view if you have to. Number two, preparing to record. In this case, you will want to gather all necessary components, your recorder, your microphone, your products, or load the software you need. Just have all that stuff ready so when it comes time to record, you're not having to scramble around or scrounge or do things that can be distracting. Granted, if you're able to do it, you can just pause the recording, but it is great when you have everything together that you need. There's always room for something to come up you didn't expect, and we understand that. But again, you can pause the recording, or if you know how, you can edit out anything you don't want, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Also, you'll want to be well hydrated before recording. If you know you're going to be talking for a long time, It's amazing how quickly the voice will actually get tired or start to indicate dryness in the throat or mouth. Getting that liquid in beforehand will go a long way in helping. When it comes to recording, you may wish to perform a test first to be sure that everything sounds the way it should. Your voice should be clear and easy to understand. In the recording process, 
you don't want to be handling your microphone a lot, and I'm sorry this is making a lot of noise for you right now, but it is very easy to hear this noise if you're moving around a lot or having to move your recorder or microphone, and it is extremely distracting and can be rather frustrating. So keeping noise to a minimum is very much appreciated. Also, I'm going to warn you I'm about to get pretty loud. You don't want to talk really close to the microphone either. It is very distracting and sounds breathy and full of noise that is undesirable. So you will want to be sure you're at an appropriate distance from the microphone. If your voice is tinny or muffled or not centered, it is a big distraction. If you are experienced in editing your audio, you will understand that you can take out anything that you know is not appropriate or is not needed in the recording. Sometimes we have to clear our throats or cough, or we make little noises, all sorts of things that in editing the audio you can get rid of. If you're unable to edit audio, please don't let that discourage you, for if you are in accordance with these guidelines, your recording will be quite acceptable, and we can perform some quick edits if needed. If there are a lot of distractions in the recording, interruptions, noises, jumping around in topic without any order, that is a big distraction, and it would take us a lot longer to edit, so it may become something we will not work with. And finally, submitting your content is pretty easy. If you're familiar with any of the cloud-based drive services like Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, you can use that service to share the file with us via link in an email. You can email mainmenu at acbradio.org, and we will be happy to look at your content. Airing content is subject to approval by the Main Menu team. Thank you for listening to these guidelines, and we look forward to your submission. Main Menu is a program brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs on Friday evenings beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream, repeating various times throughout the week. You can listen and learn about Mainstream's new schedule by going to acbradio.org mainstream. You can also listen to Main Menu by grabbing it as a podcast using ACB Link for Android and iOS or by calling 605-475-8130. If you have ideas or wish to submit content to be aired on Main Menu, feel free to reach out to us by emailing mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also reach us on Twitter at Main Menu. Please note that any submissions are subject to approval by the Main Menu team. We hope you enjoyed listening, and we will see you next time.